welcome to, or welcome back, to one-on-one with Ryan. Oh, shit. Today I'm joined by a very close friend of mine, someone who I've known for, like, a goddamn while. Man, what did I mean to get you to when I was a grade nine? Yeah. You were grade 11? Uh, yeah, you're two years younger than me. Right? Yeah. Because I remember you joined improv. That's, like, that's actually, this is actually one of my questions, is how did we meet? But first, let me just introduce you. What's up, Joel? Hey. Not a whole lot. I mean, that's a lie. But it's difficult for me to explain all the things that I got going on in my life. You got some shit going on, but you can't really go into it. Yeah, because it's like overwhelming for me. Yeah, so. I don't know, sorry. It's chilling, maxing, and relaxing. Yeah. Some legal marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So how how do you remember how we met? Uh, I think it was an improv thing, and then like I needed a ride home. I think. Yeah, yeah. It was something like that. I remember you needed a ride, and I was like, get in, because it was. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of fellows in that car. Man, it's been a long time since I thought about that stuff. Yeah. Grade 9 improv. Fuck. So, it's honestly some cringy shit, but like, good times still. Yeah, like, high school was cringe central. Yeah. I mean, really, like, look back at it, but it's like, you know what? At the time, it was fine. It was all fine. No, I fucking hated high school when I was in high uh, school. I also hated high school. <laughs> Why do you think I stopped showing up for most of it? I slept in class so much. I got I passed with a fifty. Like right on like a Just fifty. Right right on right on the cusp. And I failed my final straight up. I got like a thirty. Fuck, what class was that? <laughs> that was foundation. Was that that oh my god. <laughs> Just uh. bad. It was it like I just never did the worksheets, or if I did the worksheets, it would be like, I would really try, and then it would be like, this is too confusing, and the class is over. For some fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, what does this even mean half the time? Yeah, fuck high school. I mean, like, I was just not socially ready. I, I didn't have my, fig- my shit figured out. Yeah, the kind like... The, the fucking school system here is so fucked up to me, at least, because... You got these kids, and they spent, like, eight fucking, eight to nine years in elementary school, if I'm also going to count kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, that really doesn't prepare you for the beast that is high school. Yeah. Like, they just fucking throw you to the wolves, like, good luck, idiot. It's like, oh, shit. That's why, like, most of my way through high school, as I got older, like, by grade 12, I was like, man, fucking grade nine's like... They're, like, two feet tall, and they're all, like, wearing those fucking... They're all high as shit as well. Yeah. Uh, and they're all... <laughs> I, I realize there's the de facto, like, fucking pothead look of that weird... That, like, poncho-looking sweater. Yeah. And, like, the, uh... Like, the, some... The cookie monster hat. Yeah. yeah. Like, Osiris shoes. Yeah, yeah. Like they always had Arizona iced tea or they just wear pajamas. Yeah, they it's do. Like, they, they didn't. Get, they just get out of bed and they're like, "Here." And then, like the people that 
were like that in high school still were fucking They're together. still like it. They didn't change. They go to the mall and they're wearing their fucking Cookie Monster, their fucking Elmo sweatpants. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Fucking South Park Get shit. it together. <laughs> and it's just, just like, thinking about high school is straight up frustrating almost. Oh, yeah. It's just like, oh. Four minutes in, we're already in the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, fucking, uh, because what I remember is, like, I remember, I remember seeing you, you were, you look nothing like you did. <laughs> like, now, you now versus you then, it's like two, it looks like two completely different people. Almost. Man, I was straight up with, like, the, the regular white guy shit. <laughs> And you had, did you did you have like that like kind of long hair going like oh yeah <laughs> that's some bad shit <laughs> like I think that was gone by like grade ten oh right? yeah no I cut that shit in grade nine uh, <laughs> I I better have <laughs> we can always look at the receipts but nah we're not gonna do that uh but uh I I remember like. You were like you were a friend of Janet's. Yeah, that's how. That's more or less how we met. Was, and like she, I she was like hounding you to get the improv. You're like, oh fuck, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, then yeah, we basically just like, do, do you need a ride? It's like yeah, all right, get in. Because mm-hmm. it was like improv. It was just games and shit. But we didn't give a fuck. Really. Yeah. We didn't really give a fuck. Like, when I was in improv as a whole. <laughs> that, that was it. Just stopped giving a fuck, pretty much. Yeah. And I kind of stopped showing up at, at, like, you know, grade 10 and then grade 11. I was like. Yeah, that grade 11 year, well, I was already graduated by then, and that was a lost year, lost year more or less. Yeah. And then we kind of brought it back, and now it's. It's, uh, it's still alive somehow. It's weird. So that there's like, actually a teacher that gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, I remember like the improv games that I performed. It's like I tell like I tell a story to like people, like and then a bunch. I of remember people. like it was yesterday. Like, right? I've met like three people that like just like girls on Tinder, and I'll tell that story, and they'll be like, "Oh, I was there." I was like what? And it'd be like, what the fuck? How? How? What the fuck? <laughs> like, like the this this girl I saw like her sister went to my grad because her boyfriend, you know, like you know, called Just, him. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, that was whack. That, that that's that's yeah. I still have yet to actually go on a Tinder date, so fuck. But you know, it's, like it's I, a I remember you experience. Sometimes you have probably my favorite moment in all of improv with one joke <laughs> in a scene that really wasn't going anywhere, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and it was so simple. It, it was like just the simplest little joke, and it was just. Just the it all was the setup to it because it was so nothing. Yeah. Like if 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 it was any other point, it would have been a nothing joke. Yeah. But as 
Like, it was about a banana peel, and you were, like, a monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, like... And then... It was weird. What, that was the... Was that the story, or was that the... I think that was the story of it. Yeah, and it was, like, something in nature, but, like, something goes wrong. I don't remember what it was, specifically. It was, like, a genetic mutation or some and bullshit. And then, like, the exam- we, we wanted to give an example. It was, like, the Rhino Man went berserk or some shit like that and then the thing we got was bananas bite back and I was like this is fucking good this is a <laughs> really a good really suggestion. good draw this is really good uh it, it was like you and Colton were workshopping yeah. the fuck out of that one uh and all it, all your joke was was like the like the, the group was like what you, you can't you can't eat us <laughs> and you're just like well the tables and I grab a fucking box. Half turn. And I turn the fucking box. <laughs> and you killed everyone. That was wild. Just annihilated. Uh, but no, like, improv was a, was a bonding moment for us. Yeah. Uh, and then I would just drive you home every now and then. And it just kind of stuck. Yeah. We just kind of kept hanging out. Yeah, more or less. Uh, video games and shit. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll more or less ask this question. So, uh, you are definitely one of the more uh, musically inclined people I know. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm pretty hard on myself. I don't think I'm good at anything. I, I'd say your interest in music is something I've always it's, took note in. Yeah, I really like music, but I, I've never really, like, been super great at, like, making it. You know what I mean? Like, in band, I was kind of ass. I mean, and, like, I mean I was, everyone in band was ass. You know what? I played piano for a long time, but I was fucking bad. <laughs> and, and then, like, people, I, like, people just walk up to pianos and they just start playing some random fucking Bach that they just know, and it's like, Kiss my ass, you know? Fuck off. Fucking six years. This old woman's apartment. The keyboard. Having clocks thrown at you. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm really glad I didn't get into band in high school because fucking the the band teacher... Like, it was horror stories I would get. I remember my... I, I was like... In my brother's room, and he had, like, these boxes of shit, and I would, I would, or, like, on the top was, like, a minute hand and an hour hand. <laughs> Liam told me about this. Yeah. And it was, like, from the clock that he threw. And it, it fucking exploded. Because <laughs> he, he literally, like, like, like a, you know how people throw frisbees, like, vertically? Like, yeah. That, like, he fucking chucked that shit at the wall. Like, it was just, like, plastic everywhere. Some funny shit. Oh my god. Man, he was, like, I was always the receiving end, though. Because, like, I was just so bad. And I was, like, the only little brass, which was absolute bullshit. It was, I was baritone. There's no tubas, no trombones, no other baritones. Not even a fucking berry sax. There's, there's the fucking baritone clarinet. That was fucking math and was shit. It was shit. Garbage. And I had like no one, and there, it was like trump. It was trumpets to the right of me. Yeah, but like I was still like to the left for whatever fucking reason. Like no one knows. Man, I hated that shit. <laughs> did 
Did you did you do it for all of high school? I did a grade nine, and I think I quit. Okay, this makes no. Sense. But I did it like grade six, seven, eight, not you know. Oh, you you like, did you did your time. <laughs> some bad shit. That's some unenjoyable shit. Being the only low brass, <laughs> and you're just some scrawny white kid with asthma. Like you cannot play loud enough. <laughs> you, you're you're. Fucked. I physically cannot play loud enough. Like, you, you needed the fat kid who's got, like, lungs of and, steel. And Barn, like, he was, he's built to play the fucking tuba. Give him a tuba. He's just, like, bad at percussion. <laughs> he's not that bad. He, you know, like, I, I remember, like, going to see him, or watching him when I was in choir. Because I, I was in choir in grade 12, and, like, at the concert, I would be watching Barn, and he would be on the crash cymbal. Yeah. Or the triangle. Oh. Or the gong. <laughs> the, the electric triangle. The, or the, uh... <laughs> the, the... Oh, the, that the thing, thing, yeah. What do they call that? I, I have no fucking clue. I don't know band shit. Fly whistle? I don't know, some shit like that. That sounds right. That sounds right. The boner noise whistle. <laughs> there we go. Ah. <sighs> But yeah, uh, what have you been listening to lately? I've been listening to, you know what, let me have a look. I've listened to a lot of Death Grips. That, that's another thing I was going to ask. Yeah, I've been listening to like their new album, and it's pretty fucking good. Uh, did you know that you're actually the guy who got me into Death Grips? Was it me? Yeah, it was you. I thought it was Liam. No, you you were the one who introduced me to Death Grips through uh, the Powers That Be. Oh yeah, because I bought that album a long time ago. It's good shit, though. It's really fucking good shit. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Thundercat, uh, Snarky Puppy. It's like a big jazz band. Yeah. But it's like weird. So it's. It's, like, weird shit, like, when Frank Zappa did, like, his composing shit with the jazz band. Yeah. But yeah. it's, like, actually good to listen to. <laughs> it's, it's on, like, not anything like, that it's Frank not Zappa's ever clean. made. Yeah. I feel like, like, I really appreciate Frank Zappa, but, like, some garbage music. Like, there's, there, you can pick and choose his stuff. You yeah. don't have to listen to Almonte, because it's just fucking, just ear rape. Um, I listen to Bone Thugs and Harmony, oh. uh, Bankful Wolfpack. I think I've heard of Wolfpack. Yeah, you got a good bass player. Um, yeah, no, I mostly Death Grips, honestly. Yeah, because you're you're the snitch just dropped, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, only yeah, a couple of weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. I still haven't listened to the album yet, and I should probably get on that. It's good as shit. I mean, Black Paint is the song of the song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so fucking silly. <laughs> My favorite Rolling Stone I keep, article. I keep telling, like, I keep telling my mom, my dad, <laughs> like, hey, th- remember that, like, Black Paint is the song of the summer. And I'll, like, be in the car with my dad, and be like, hey, dad, I want to show you what the song of the summer are. I'm like, the magazine is. And then I'll put on Black Paint, and he's like, what the fuck are we listening to? And I'm like, dad, it's the song of the summer. <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh, that's my... F- I just love the reaction of people who do that. What the fuck is going on in this? It's like, like when I... It's like, Man, 
It's it's death it's such an entry level death grip song. Yeah, I mean, I re- I think like Streaky and Dilemma are like kind of entry level also. Yeah, because it's it's weird with those types of death grip songs because it's like half of it, like fifty percent of the song is like really good like chord progression and it just sounds really nice, and uh-huh. the other half yeah. is like fucking garbage that you just want to fast forward through. But it's like it's just well, all spread out. It, it's all like, in one. It's you, like there's one part in Ring a Bell, like at the end of like in Bottomless Pit, that's just like so fucking good. But it's just all this dumb bullshit at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I still enjoy it. Like, I I'm just aware that it's kind of garbage music. Like, but it, like I'm like, oh yeah, this it, is it's good. for a certain kind of people. Mm-hmm. Like psychos, like us. Yeah. Like I fucking hate pop music. Like, I listened to Blank Space, like, the whole song, yeah. like, today. Man, shit grinds my gears. It's just, it's just ass. And then I, like, Marianne's Trench, too, fuck. I, I could never get into them. It just makes me want to punch them in the face. I don't know what it is with, like, punk music singers and how they're all, like... You know what I mean? A lot of modern punk. A lot it's, of modern punk is like that. It's just whiny. And I hate it. I don't like punk music at all. I used to. I used to like, like you know, the 2000s punk. And yeah, that... Like, Billy Talent and, you know, like, whatever. But... I'm not saying I'm hot Billy Talent. Is that really? There's this one song that's on the radio. And it was, like, louder than the DJ or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. I think that might be from their newest album. Yeah. It's fucking garbage. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that came out, t- like, two years ago. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. How fucking old are they? They've been around, like, they've been around the block a little bit, I think. Billy... They've been around since 93. Gee. How old are they, though? Like, the fellas? Uh, they're probably in, like, their 40s. I remember I saw them live way back in the day. And yeah, lead singer's, like, 42. Jesus Christ, yeah. I, like, I, I saw them live, and they had, like, five entry bands. What? what? There was, like, Cancer Bats. Okay. Then yeah. there's some other shit. Then there's some other shit. Then there's Alexis on fire. And then there's Billy Talent. And by the time we got to Billy Talent, I was fucking like... You're just exhausted. I was like fucking 12 years old. Like, you're you're done. I'm wearing earplugs because shit's too loud. And it's like... Man, it's fucking 1130. And you come out playing the red flag. And I'm like, I'm tired of shit, man. You start off with a slower one. I don't think Billy Talent knows how to make slow music. It's always like fast pace. Yeah. They have a few slow ones on like their first album. And their earlier shit. Yeah. But I haven't listened to that in fucking ten years. Yeah, they're... They formed in 93. Well, it took them ten years to get their first album out. As Billy Talent. I had five albums actually. 
Because they have one and then two. And then three, and then Dead Silence. And their last album, which I think is Afraid of Heights. Oh. My brother likes punk music. Shit, it's, it's weird. My brother's taste in music is just so not similar to mine. Just on the other end, uh. Not. Even. Not entirely. It's, it's a different end, but it's like. He likes like Hoodie Allen and like. I thought for a second there you were gonna say Hoodie and the Blowfish. <laughs> I like Hoodie and the Blowfish. I love Hoodie and the Blowfish. A lot of those 70s. Darius Rucker is saying that there's gonna be a reunion of Hoodie and the Blowfish. Oh shit. Get on that, man. A lot of like rock bands to me, like in the 60s, 70s, 80s, a lot of them sound exactly the same. Oh yeah. Yeah, they do. And I don't know. I think it was a nerd. Like, that's kind of the thing with music is that in each distinct era of music, there's there's a lot of, like almost filler that just kind of sounds the same. Like you have your you have your Top Guns, right? In each era, and then there's like the undercard almost. It's like there there's a lot of bands that like really stand out. Right, there's like like Led Zeppelin is a perfect example because like Led Zeppelin's fantastic, but there's like a thousand bands that sound exactly the fucking same, but like shittier. Yeah, they're just <laughs> lesser Led Zeppelins. Like, but they're I don't think they're like I, look at Queen like, for an example. Yeah, I don't think you can really capture another like band that's similar. band that's similar to Queen, mainly because of Freddie Mercury. Right. And I think, like, what hinges a lot of those bands is how their lead singer sounds. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of, like, big fucking really, like, good songs. And a lot of them are very different from one another. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody, like, there's not, there's not a single song that is similar. I can't think of anything like that's, it. That's even, con- like, comparable in any way. It's just so fucking strange. Like, like they, they captured some some magic. Yeah. With that one. That was just like it, it's completely different. It was something no one heard before, really. Yeah. Almost. That's why I like Death Grips. Honestly. No one no one sounds like Death Grips. No exactly. They're so unique that it's they 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 fit this weird like they made noise kind of interesting. Yeah. They made industrial music really good. Because it's like... Everything you want industrial music to be... Is Death Grips a lot of the time. Because it's like... When I listen to... Like when I listen to Nine Inch Nails... Or... You know... I, I don't know like a lot Tool. of industrial bands. Tool's kind of industrial. Yeah. I don't like industrial metal. But it's all like... Pretty slow... And, like, it's still kind of wacky to listen to, and there's some strange shit. Like, there's some weird Nine Inch Nails songs, but a lot of them are kind of... He's it like, like, I don't... Uh, what's Trent Reznor? Trent Reznor is this weird... Like... I don't know, like, all the songs seem like they're about sex, just because of how he's singing. But, like, it's like... I can see that, yeah. I don't know. 
But I like that. The reason I like Death Grips is because it's it's a uh, it's these people and they have an artistic vision, right? And it's less them trying to you know fit fit the mold. Yeah, and and trying to see what people like, right? And they're they're just doing it but for themselves. It, but they're also the keeping in mind what yeah. people like, right? But they're still doing their own thing. Right, like I, I find it interesting because like the whole release of the album and the way that they went about it was so different. Like almost every song came out before the yeah. album. Like the, I, I heard, I've never I seen the intro, and it was like, why did the this not a single? You know what I mean? Like they put out like I mean they put out everything. I mean, Experimentary is on for free, and so is uh, Mill of Deep Web, and I think the power like a lot of them are 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 up there for free, but like. They were really pushing the album, which was weird. And I think it's like it's probably on purpose that they're like, like you know that they're sharing the link for the you know Google Play and Spotify and like yeah pre-order the album or like listen to the instrumental version and it's like all these weird updates and it's like I think it's they're like, doing it on purpose to try to be like they're trying to like you know be conscious an, of the make, like make an artistic statement about how people treat the music industry, you know what I mean? Yeah. And how they just kind of like, oh, it's like a product. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Rather than a representation of someone's artistic expression. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that a lot of music is like that. Where it's like, it's like when I listen to a Maroon 5 song, it's like it seems like they made it in fucking five minutes. That's like the perfect analysis of that. <laughs> because I... Oh, that's what the five stands for, is the five minutes. Five minutes of days. It's like five seconds of summer. That fucking group is like, that's also how long it takes to make their song. Yeah. It's five fucking seconds. It's just like, oh, I made this beat because I found these sounds on this software that I have downloaded. and then, Garage band. Yeah, and I wrote some lyrics you want to sing them and then you'll make a shitload of money because you're also banking on the fact that Adam Levine is for some fucking reason popular I don't get it like I listen I like I listen I have to listen to like my 92.1 at work sometimes cause you know sometimes uh, the guys are just like yeah we'll just put on the radio fuck it uh, and we'll take it off Jack FM and it's just, and I listen like Maroon Five, and I'm like, I don't get why they're popular. Why are they? Why are they still around? Really, when it's mainly just the Ab Levine show. It's it's weird to think about. There's this like when we have these discussions about like pop, like popular things that are bad. There's like one million people who like don't care and like just show up screaming because it's like them yeah and I don't understand that at all you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I don't know sometimes it, it I don't get why people like bad music but also I get that it's a subjective thing yeah, it, or, uh, yeah. It, trying to decipher people's tastes it's like trying to figure out quantum physics some people have figured it out and have literally made music a science. How, how do you get the most value out of your song on the airwaves 
and get it to the most people possible and make it the most like feasibly popular on Billboard and all just playing the charts and all that. It's like fucking baseball stat, yeah. sabermetrics. So when when you get stuff like Death Grips, I heard Death Grips on community radio. What? They played Dilemma. It was pretty good. Jesus. It was actually whack because like. I got off work at 8 o'clock, and that's when Orange Whip starts, which is, like, my favorite one on community radio, because they just play weird shit. Yeah. Um, and I got out, and I, it was 8.01, and I turned on my fucking car, and then it was literally, like, the beginning of Dilemma. And I was like, fuck, are you shitting me? <laughs> I was about to put it in a fucking Death Grip CD, but I ain't got to now. I'm listening to Death Grip right now, fuck yeah. Some fucking wacky shit. That, that's fucking that's a fucking thing so bridging off Death Grips uh, what's your favorite album by them so they've got a few of those I think and I'll count X, X Military as an album even though it's a, like an EP or LP yeah I mean it's an EP right yeah I think it's an EP yeah I think it's an EP um, it's they're all good. I mean, not government plates, <laughs> and not like no love deep web either. It's it's interesting because like with that with death grips, it's not really I don't really have a favorite. There's just stuff that I don't like. What was I, I guess I'll phrase the question of what is the one you end up listening to the most? Uh, bottomless pit. Slash Jenny Death. But I mean both. Both pretty much equal. I kind of jump in between Jenny Death and Bombless Pit just because like those are the ones I have on CD. Yeah. Um I mean as of late it's like I like Year the Snitch because it's new. It's new and fresh. But like at this point, even thinking about it now, like I know that Year the Snitch isn't my favorite. I would say that Jenny Death. I like Bottomless Pit the best, honestly, because it's just, every song is good to a degree, you know what I mean? Because... Uh, X-Military was a mixtape. Oh, yeah. Man, I would fucking kill for X-Military on CD. I could fucking make that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, I like the official one. Because, like, you, you look on eBay and it's, like, fucking $100. For, like, a... So, someone, like, did a... He made a bowl out of the Money Store vinyl. <laughs> what? Because, like, so it's half of it is white and half of it is black. Okay, yeah. And he basically, like, he put it on a thing and then heated it up so that it all kind of drooped down into, like, a bowl shape. And then he flipped it upside down. And it was, like, it's a bowl. It's a bowl. But they were, like... Why the fuck did you do that, <laughs> dumbass? Just ruined it. How much did you pay for that, then, you dumbass? Like he's got a bowl now. <laughs> Who's the real winner here? He can eat. He can eat out of death grips. Yeah, I guess. I feel like. <laughs> I also think Year of the Stitch is my least favorite album art because it's fucking freaking <laughs> me out. <laughs> I know. 
But I love that type of like cursed image with like the teal porcelain and like the mouths. And it, it's teeth. like a. It looks like a table that they just cut holes into. I, I I remember seeing like I don't remember what it was, but it was made out of like teeth and gums. Oh my god! And it was fucking hilarious because it was fake, right? Like it yeah. was like, real teeth. It was like a cup or something. I don't remember. Yeah, that's like, that that is horrifying. Looking at it. I mean, the cover for Bottomless Pit is honestly a little bit creepy. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, Bottomless Pit also has a fucking weird one. And also, like, the videos that they they have of, like, the lady doing the, the fucking tongue flicks. Yeah. To the songs. Like, the fucking salon. Ah, oh, it freaks me out. Thank God, eh, just has that yeah. fucking kick-ass music video. That is so good. As like a top tier. Like, did you? So, do you remember? Like, it was the day before Bottomless Pit dropped. Yeah. And, or it was like a, it was a, it might have been a few weeks before, but they released like a phone number on the Facebook page. Oh and if yeah. You called it. It would play trash. It would be like this weird like hotline we thing. All trash. And if you sit through it, it would just start playing the one song, and it was like shitty phone quality. But I listened to it all the way through. God, that shit's good. Yeah. I think I remember, like, because you, you know how Liam, Liam is, and he, like, half the time he doesn't realize shit happens. Yeah. In the universe. And I think we were walking around Cathedral late at night, and we're like, oh, hey, fucking new album of Death Grips. We're like, what? <laughs> and we just, we start listening to it as we're walking around Cathedral. I think that was also when Pokemon Go was super hot. Oh, yeah. Man, last year was whack. It's fucking crazy year. And this year's a crazy year, too far. Every year has been fucking wild. Like, 2016 was crazy. 2017 was fucking even crazier. 2015, I don't think that was that bad. It wasn't too bad, but also about... I consider 2014... 2014, I remember, was a bit rowdy. <laughs> 2015 was the dark year for me. Because that, that was the year uh, I went through two jobs that are not on my resume anymore because they were just that bad. Uh, and, like, I, I remember Liam telling me, is like, I was getting legit worried if you were actually going to make it out alive at that point. Or at least in a better place. Because I was stuck in the basement. I wasn't doing shit. And I was like, fuck. And then I got that job at the brick, and somehow things are working out now. But fucking, yeah. Now, for the other Death Grips, question is, favorite song, or top five, your choice? Top, I'm gonna do, uh, uh, I might pick a, if I do a top five, I'll pick a favorite one. Okay. Uh... Centuries of Dan on GP. I gotta look at the track list. Because I know I'm gonna forget them. Uh, Dilemma is, is top tier. Um, I'd say 
Ooh. It's like I'm, I'm just looking at Bottomless Pit and I just yeah. like them all. Like giving bad people's good ideas is good. Hothead is really good. Hothead's really fucking good. Spikes is Spikes good. Spikes is probably my favorite. Warping probably. is kind of mediocre, but it's not terrible. Like, it's one of their best worst songs, in a way. Yeah, like it's... There's not very many Death Grip songs that are mediocre. They're either really trash, or they're like really good. Like, you you got the great shit, like, fucking... You got the great shit, like, eh. Yeah. And you got stuff like Big House. <laughs> <laughs> Or some shit that's on government plays. And yeah, they're bad. The, the government plates has a lot of shitty stuff. But they also have a. Lot, they also has a lot of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houdini is top tier, and so is BB Poison. I like eight oh eight oh eight. Eight oh eight, oh eight. Yeah. Ring a bell is good. Um, I just remembered the worst death group song. It's. Feels like a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> what? You remember feels like a wheel? No. Where the entire it has this shitty fucking backbeat, and it's just it's MC Ride just at points will just say feels like a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I want to listen to this. I need to. I need to re-listen to this place. <laughs> Well, like, Garvin Plates is super front-loaded. Like, the first one is, uh, the first track is You Might Think He Loves You For Your Money, but I know you, I know what he loves you for. It's for your brand new leopard, brand new leopard skin pillbox hat. It's like the longest (laughs) fucking song title ever. (laughs) Song itself's two minutes. Birds is funny, because it's got fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, from Twilight. Oh, yeah! Play it's got the... Robert Pattinson! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, so why? Funny. And then he's just on guitar in it. It's like, uh, what? It's so funny. Anybody's strange. good, though. I agree. Yeah. Government Place is a good song, also. I think. Yeah. I can't get over it. feels like a wheel, though. Uh, man. I didn't really like anything from the interview. I don't really have the patience to. I don't think I really listened to it that much. It's same with Fashion Week. I mean, I like I. I like the idea. Of the one, week. the one runway E because there's three one runway E's. It was my ringtone for a long time. I, I like the idea of a uh, Fashion Week that just ends up fame, spelling out Jenny Death when. Yeah, I know. It's so fucking fun. <laughs> Shitty. It was this one. I think. Yeah, it was this one. Man, I fucking love Death Grips. And at the end of the day, like, Death Grips have some real fucking shit songs, but at the end of the day, I'll fucking listen to, like, entire albums, because fuck it. It's good. I'll dig it. I don't know how many times I've listened to, uh... Well, On the Moon. I'm not gonna say the whole thing. Man. <laughs> fucking Black Quarterback is a goddamn... Probably my favorite song. I agree. Man, there's nothing like being really, like, fucking angry 
or like just rowdy, and then putting on I Break Mirrors in my, my face. face. <laughs> I played that anime club at our game night once, and I was like, like, what? Speeding down fucking Courtney, like <laughs> screaming, hitting the side of my car. <laughs> and that's pretty much the song, folks. Yeah. Also, that fucking beginning of Inanimate Sensation is probably the greatest bit of Death Grips. <laughs> I don't really... Or like, uh, I don't remember, was it, I think it's Dilemma, where he rhymes Haunted Jetty with Haunted Jetty. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's some silly shit. Like, okay, I straight up, like, (laughs) Death Grips is just Halloween music, straight up. (laughs) Like, it should just be under the Halloween genre. <laughs> just like a crazy pumpkin, you know? Oh my god. Man. That. <laughs> Lyrics. Yeah, like Scream of a Haunted Jetty. Let me be a Haunted Jetty. <laughs> Shrill like losing time on Shasta Mountain. What's he? Fucking! I love Death Grips lyrics on the podcast. Like, (laughs) I mean, taxiderm shams with morbid shit. What the fuck? None of them have meanings or definition. Lately, seem to stalk me like I'm Yeti. That's the only one that has like a like a description. Man. Like Houdini lyrics are fucking crazy. Cause like he's just like it's like this crazy fucking beat and you just can't understand what he's saying. I guess going off of uh the original music question. Uh, what is your favorite artist or band, whatever? Um, I'd like to say that Death Grips is my favorite band, but at the same time, there's I, I like a whole lot more. So I'm um, just gonna turn on the light. Keep going. Yeah, like um, I don't know, like it. It's just weird like I don't have an overall favorite I just have favorite for like kind of certain scenarios mm-hmm. um I don't know I like the tragically hit I like Tame Impala I like Slayer I like um MF Doom I like King Gizmo fucking MF Doom yeah. is so good it's so good all the fucking time I, I, I just love the character of it, uh, of Doom. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's got so many different personal personalities. Like, you got Victor Vaughn. Uh, uh, there, there's just straight up Doom. There, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on with him. Yeah, there's uh, a lot. Mad Villainy is probably my favorite album. He's like mid-40s now. Yeah, he's been around the game for a while. Mm-hmm. I like King Gizzard and the Wizard Blizzard. Uh, 
Like this When's Araki going to put him in, put that in JoJo? King Gizzard in the Lizard <laughs> Wizard. The Lizard Wizard. It's full of shit that would be perfect for JoJo. <laughs> like, songs like Rattlesnake. It's literally just like, Rattlesnake, 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 Rattlesnake. rattlesnake. It's so fucking weird, that song. Man, they, they have like a, a jazz fusion album, and then they have like a punk rock album. It's, they got two drummers. They have an album called Flying Microtonal Banana, which is like where the guy, the main guy, what the fuck is his name? Stu McKenzie. Uh, he has this like wacky guitar and it's kind of like a cool shape but it's like bright yellow and it's microtonal so that he can kind of adjust the strings to yeah. be like whatever flat and he'll just kind of make weird chords and a lot of the time it'll just be songs that just sound not good it's like Cape Dog you know I get your point but your shit just sounds out of tune and I get that he's like trying to make like a statement that like oh the things that we think sound good are not true or to be actually good. And it's like... It's artistry for the sake of artistry. Yeah. It's like, just make the fucking song. I mean, like, do what you gotta do, but, like, don't tell people what to like. Don't don't pull a McMahon, Vince McMahon. Like, <laughs> you don't like what you like. You like what I like. Because, man, if you don't like what Vince McMahon is shoving down your throat... He's just gonna keep shoving until you know you're like yeah. Unless you fu- unless you have like the Daniel Bryan situation of I can't ignore that yeah. anymore. Yeah. Did you uh, did you ever see that interview with Daniel Bryan, which like his original feud going in was supposed to be with Sheamus going into WrestleMania 30. Like he wasn't even in the main event. He was supposed to be like bottom of the card feud with Sheamus. Weird. And it's just like, the yes movement happened. Kate, did you see the one thing, the one recent thing with him and Kane? Oh, that, well, like... It was the, like this weird, like, they're like, yes, no, no yes, yes, no, no. But it's like, halfway through, like, Kane stops doing his voice, and he's just like... like Daniel. He's, he's literally... I like, love you. Because he's like, you know, big, you know, chubby, jolly guy... And he just sounds like it. Devil's favorite demon, though. <laughs> he's got the mask and everything on. He's just like he's, he's like, talking like corporate Kane. He's like, well, you know, Daniel Bryan. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm trying to do Kermit. <laughs> well, hey, Daniel Bryan. Um, <laughs> what does Kermit say? <laughs> I've never. I don't think I've ever watched fucking Muppets. Uh I haven't watched a lot. I don't remember any of it. I think I watched the first movie. <coughs> I remember uh, Miss Piggy scared the shit out of me. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Just not ready for that kind of woman? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 I just seem to remember it being like a little too much. Like just hearing her be like, like looking at her and hearing her like, ah! you know what I mean? Like squawk. Like that was a sensory overload for me. Like, I don't remember ever, I don't even think like now, if I watched the video of Miss Piggy, I would just be like, Ugh. 
shut down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. This reminds me of a story Carlin told me uh, of when he uh, he watched Biodome with Pauly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the one movie where like uh I think Polly Shore screams at one point <laughs> and it like actually blew out his eardrums. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't watch that movie if I my ears were literally bleeding because of it. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> what a fucking legend that guy was. Man. I don't even think I've seen a single thing that Pauly Shore has been in. That's probably a good thing, honestly. <laughs> I forgot he has a documentary called Pauly Shore is Dead. That he made. It's weird. Played himself in Futurama. Yeah, I know. Do you not remember that? I don't think I actually remember that. Because Fry Bender and Lila, or Fry and Bender at least, got their got jobs at the cryogenic thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he kept opening them up, and then Polly was like, "Oh shit, that's fucking Polly Shore." <laughs> and then they opened them up, and he's like, "Hey." <laughs> I don't remember what he said, but it would be really fucking fun. <laughs> it was just weird as fuck. I remember the one, like they open up the one guy, and the guy's like, "Hey, like I thought, so I got in the cryogenic chamber because I think time is cyclical, and I want to see Shakespeare." <laughs> and he's like, "Nope, straight line." <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> Well, his family's dead. He's got no money. Living in the fucking year 3006. <laughs> oh my god. Man, they need to bring back Futurama. Fuck. Well, Matt Groening's starting his new show on Netflix soon. Yeah. Which, I, I'm actually kind of interested in it. Me too. I don't know, I just think The Simpsons is hot garbage. It's been garbage for quite a while. There's actually a video I can show you. Of the, I, no, I know what you're talking Super about. Super Eyepatch Wolf's video? Yeah. Yeah. Downfall of the Simpsons. What is Matt Gregan's show called? It's like fantasy shit. Fantasy man. And Eric Andre is a goblin. Oh, Disenchantment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Andre is a goblin. That's, wait, that's Eric Andre? <laughs> or what? He's, he's something. He is a part of it. Oh, shit. His character is Lucy, which I think might be the goblin. Yeah, personal demon Lucy. Uh, okay, the elf companion is Elfos by Nat Braxton. He's also fucking the one hyena in the new Lion King. He is. He, I think he's uh, fucking uh, Cheech Marin's character. Oh. Because that was Cheech Marin originally. Right. I think it's Marine. Think it's is it Marine or Marion? I think it's Chief Marine. 
Cheech and Chong. Doesn't say how it's actually pronounced. Bastards. Uh, fuck the hardworking people at Wikipedia. <laughs> Working for no money. <laughs> they're, they're constantly asking me for money. I'm like, I got none to give you, bud. Sorry. Uh, favorite song? Or what, what are some of your favorite songs? Just in general. Um, I like a song called Dem Changes by Thundercat. It's got this really cool bass line. Um, I like this song called Big Ugly by Snarky Puppy. It's got, like, a whole schwack of... Weird... I thought you were also going to say a cool bass line. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I mean... Everything yeah. with cool bass lines is jo- is like, I've been listening to a lot of bass slaps. shit. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of bass, like, jazz and shit. Um, uh, there's this one song called Bean Town by Goldpeck, which is just a bass solo, but... Like this other shit, he's just like like the whole fucking time. Just the whole song, and it's just some fucking solo. funky shit, and it's good as shit. Um, uh, I like um, "This Generation" by Tribe Called Quest. Um, I got I got more. I got a lot of favorite songs. Like Doomsday by MF Doom. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm always been a big fan of Ho Cakes. Yes, Ho Cakes is agree. so fucking good. I love that Doom has an entire album that's basically just about food. Yeah, mm, food. It's good shit. It's like a really. It's one of his best albums. Mm-hmm. No, I, I got it on CD. It's good as fuck. I love the album art. Mm-hmm. It's just eating some like cereal. Like yeah. Just likes food. The man loves food. It's like I don't know every everything that MF Doom is just makes me think of Barn. It's like if Barn was black and American. <laughs> he was he'd be Thundercat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ah, fucking legend. I agree. Um. I don't know. It's it's just you can, like as, as months go by, the songs the songs change. Yeah, yeah. like you find some new shit. Like, Damn, fuck. And yeah, That's no, good shit. Absolutely. Like, I'll I'll hear some shit on community radio. Then I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I whip out some jam. And I'm like, go listen to this shit today. Okay, the, you know the song "Riot" by Childish Gambino. Yeah. Why does it sound like a Jamiroquai song? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm... Uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Orange Bear Quest? Like, Canned Heat? Oh! Like, Disco Oh, balls? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> like, the, uh! That's so fucking yeah. Jamiroquai! <laughs> it's so crazy! Like, like Canned Heat is so fucking good. What the fuck? Shut the fuck up. 
It's like the standard Joel phrase. Shut the fuck up. Just, okay, yeah. It's just disco. But, yeah. like, Riot sounds just like a really fucking good Jamiroquai song. And I can't get that out of my head when I listen to it. Uh, here, here's a question I think will get you thinking. Yes. Uh, what is a genre that you didn't think you would uh, like until you listened to something from it and then you're like, oh shit? Um. Uh, R&B. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, it got it, it got to a point where I was just listening to a lot of rap music, and I was like, hey, can I get some of this shit, but slow? And it's like, that's probably what I'm A bit more singy? Yeah. Some Motown? And then I started listening to, like, Eric Badu and, like, The Roots, and, uh, like, Common... And Moe's deaf, and a lot of track quest shit. It, it kind of all it kind of opened a window, that. yeah. And then it makes me listen to like Marvin Gaye and like Little Richard and shit like that, and like classic stuff. Give me some ganja, yeah, yeah. Give me some ganja. Give me some ganja. Look at that shit. <laughs> Man, Rick James is a fucking legend. I completely agree. And like that sample, that sample from uh, that's from DNA, isn't it? Uh, the Give Me Some Yeah, Gaunter. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like from the same show as uh, uh, as the uh, the the other sample from Kanye's uh, Runaway. Right. The uh, the looking at you, mm-hmm. like that's from the same show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whoa, fuck! Like I like I was told that by a guy at work. He was like, oh, "I never thought about that shit." Um, I don't know. Every now and again, I kind of dabble in like some weird shit. Like I'll listen to like Orjuna, which is like Nordic folk. You like dabbling in yeah. dabbling into stuff. Yeah. Well, because it's it's just cool, like Norwegian chants, and I kind of enjoy listening to it. I'm like, uh, I remember Lindsay was telling me about, uh, I think it was a metal band from Mongolia, and like they have oh, Mongolian yeah. throat singing. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. They got some weird fucking music in Mongolia, and it all slaps. Uh, I don't know. I've been getting into jazz. I never really thought I would like that. That's that's a good answer to that question. Is jazz because I never really thought I would like it, and then I kind of because I I didn't really like the music I would play like when I was in jazz band or when I was in regular band. I never really liked that type of music. Yeah. But then when I got past the point where it's like a lot of the songs that like you hear like jazz musicians musicians play isn't like classical jazz. It's like a little more modern and good like Snarky Puppy's really fucking good like taking a different take on it mm-hmm. yeah and it's but it, they're, they're just using their instruments you know what I mean mm-hmm. like there's I think like Snarky Puppy is like 20 something people and there's like 
you know, a, a drummer and like a saxophone like section and a trumpet section and like trombones and tubas and shit like that and a keyboardist and a bunch of percussion players and it all kind of, they all like incorporate shit into a song and it's been, it's fucking fantastic all the time. Listen to that new Gorillaz album? I haven't. Uh, I think I think it might be my favorite Gorillaz album. I don't think I, I listened to the the their the other one very much, and I didn't. Like, I heard about it when it came out, the new one. Uh, but I I never really like listened to a whole lot of Gorillaz. Really, but it seems like something I would kind of like. Yeah, because I think uh, this new album by them, uh, the Now Now, uh, it hits a very specific tone right. of like it, it's kind of like coming off of uh, Humans, which I think is prob as an album their worst album, right? In my opinion, uh, there's this weird genre that's like kind of emerging, just like through. Very like neo funk kind of yeah like like a lot of like new Tyler the Creator stuff and like that type of music is kind of there's a lot of funk influence in it and jazz and just kind of it's like slow grooves and I think it's like the same thing but I, I don't I haven't really listened to a lot of new grooves either so uh, I like the last album they did Humans uh, it definitely. It felt like it was heavily features and stuff. Like Damon Albarn basically doesn't sing right. the, entire, the entire time during it, uh, and it's very front loading. That the singles are great, but everything else within it are is kind of yeah, it's yeah. there, and it just doesn't have that feeling of a, a Gorillaz album. Felt like the Gorillaz were just kind of like producing this album in a, yeah. in a way. Good performances by like Vince Staples and uh, Pusha T though. Yeah, yeah. I think Danny Brown was on the track too. I think he was. Yeah. Uh, fucking. But with uh, the now now, it's like it's. I think there might be one or two features total in the entire album, and it's mostly Damon Albarn. Like, there's an entire song about Idaho, and it's like what? <laughs> and, the fucking course is just like Idaho, Idaho. It's that's weird. Like there's two songs about U.S. states. One, one about Idaho, one about Kansas, and it almost feels like a road trip album or something. That's and weird. I kind of dig that like aesthetic of just like just you're driving on the highway and you've just got some jams going on. It's not like in your face kind of stuff it's just like it's there almost background music yeah but still interesting enough that it keeps your attention mm-hmm. and that music video for humility is fucking great Jack Black's crazy man oh yeah I forgot about that one yeah and then the fucker from Powerpuff Girls yeah who fucking replaces Murdoch yeah which one was Murdoch uh, he was the green guy. He was the <laughs> he was the, the, the guitar player, the lead guitar. I always, I whenever I think of the girls, I think of Beast Boy, like from Teen Titans. Yeah. yeah. Really, Ace and uh, fucking 
Murdoch don't look all that different. Just Ace wears sunglasses. What happened to Murdoch? Uh, he went to prison. Oh. He'll, he'll probably be out by the next album, but you know. It, it, it's just really funny that this confirms that Gorillaz is a thing within the Powerpuff Girls universe. Which they kind of already were a thing. Like, in the Powerpuff Girls movie, they're, uh, they're featured in a newspaper as a cameo for, like, the Townsville Music Festival, and they're the headlining act. That's wacky. It's so fucking weird. It's, what the fuck? Who's the new guy's name? Ace. From the, the Gang Green Gang. From Powerpuff Girls. It's so weird. I'm like, you know what? I'll get into this. This is fine. Uh, going off of music, you can go into one of our one of our shared interests. When did you get into wrestling? Uh, I mean, like, I think you've asked me this on the wrestling podcast. I think I have, but the uh, time's also a construct, and I forget things. Fair enough. Uh, I think it was probably around the time that you got into it, but like I've kind of been aware of it since I, you know, was it was kind of the same situation. Just like you know, I'm aware who The Rock was and Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan and you know shit like like that. the big names, Randy Savage and all. That yeah, stuff. it was actually like when pretty much when Randy Savage started being like a huge like a big or a big meme that was well, I remember it was, it. it was very specific it was when that John Cena fucking prank call video happened and that's oh, like yeah really, that's that's what kind of like triggered the interest that was it too to actually like, for me it's like huh this is dumb and funny let's actually kind of look into this a yeah. little bit and then I watched CM Punk versus uh <laughs> John Cena at Money in the Bank 2011, and I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is this so goddamn good? Man. CM Punk is fucking legendary. He saved wrestling. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he kinda did. It's the same thing with Stone Cold. I, he at least saved WWE's ass. Yeah. Because, like, uh, listening, uh, I've been watching a lot of, uh, uh, OSW reviews, right? Uh, and I've wa- I just watched the uh, the December to Dismember uh, oh, yeah. pay per view uh, when they covered it. And holy shit, what a fucking pile of fucking trash that fucking thing was. Local wrestling is an acquired taste. You, that, you like, find the rare good match, but other than that, it's... I feel like if you go and you watch some local record wrestling match, it's like, it's good. Yeah. Because it's like you're there, but I'm not going to watch that shit on my TV, you know what I mean? No. No. I'll, I'll watch a clip of it on YouTube or on Botchamania. Yeah. Botchamania is so fucking it's good. She's <laughs> watched Botchamania. It, it streamlines everything. <laughs> it does. It, it's like... Man, I it's just watch, wrestling. I watch five hours of watching me and never watch a day of like fucking <laughs> actual wrestling. Like, why would I waste my time watching Raw when I could just watch the botches that also covers most of botches, yeah. most of Raw? 
It's so funny. Oh, such a fucking train wreck right yeah. now. Like, Brock's not gonna be appearing for the rest of the year. He's doing UFC shit. Yeah. Fighting fucking Cormier. <laughs> After he... No, he won that fight. He won that fight against Miocic. Uh, yeah. The other night. That was really recent bullshit. I didn't think he was gonna win that. I thought Miocic was gonna kick his ass. Yes. Yeah. He's a fucking scary dude. <laughs> But man, Cormier likes to fucking show up people, though. He does. Like, he was showing up John Jones for a Holy long time. fuck, yeah. <laughs> it, like, yeah. Like, I heard this thing, it's like, I think Daniel Cormier, like, single-handedly ruined John Jones. <laughs> he fucking did! Because he just spiraled. He's <laughs> just like, man, if this short fuck can beat me, and I'm like a 6'5 fucking jack dude, and I'm on steroids, I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> man. Give me another line, fuck. <laughs> fucking, the, the downfall of John Jones is one of the most hilarious shit, because he was playing up this, like, goody two-shoes kind of <laughs> gimmick, almost, and Daniel Cormier was like, man, fuck you. I'll fucking be a heel ass here and fucking expose your ass. Yeah. And he fucking did. Ah, oh, fucking legend. UFC's so good, because it's like, all, like, the fake testosterone that's in wrestling. Right? It's really Where they're like, man, I fucking hate you. And I fucking hate you. And I'm going to power slam you, right? And then that's the kind of extent that, That's, it. yeah. But, like, with UFC, it's like, I actually, like, I'm going to I'm gonna bite your ear off. I'm going to break your fucking arm. Like, I'm, I'm going to try to kill you legit. <laughs> like, like, it's so fucking just, it's, it's raw ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh thinking about uh, when uh, Shane McMahon kept trying to get Vince to buy UFC. And Vince was like, "No, that's a dumb idea." And then you look and at Dana right now. And he's like, like a fucking billionaire. Like he's got way more. I like Vince McMahon's a billionaire. I think Dana White's got more money now. He definitely does. And he's he's probably got so many fucking assets. Oh, yeah. He's probably got, like, a fucking, like, quarter trillion dollars in fucking assets. Uh, 2016, the trio sold UFC to talent agency WMG, IMG, for $4 billion. Jesus Christ. Uh, he gets a salary. Uh, his, his net worth is, is uh, $500 million, but that's, like, that's going to go up within years to probably over a billion soon. I mean, we're also looking at a guy who's been in the industry for, like, Dana White's been around for about 20 years now. Oh, yeah. uh, versus Vince, who's been in the industry his entire fucking life. Yeah. And he yeah. inherited a, a very successful and lucrative business. Yeah. And he's fucking old now. He's old. He's, like, in his 70s, right? Yeah, he's... No, he's old. I think he's close to 80. He might be mid-70s. McMahon is 72. Yeah. He's got a net worth of three billion. Jesus Christ! Fuck, man, it's it's you know talk a lot of shit about how much Dana White probably makes the UFC. Wrestling is a big fucking business. Like WWE is the big fish, yeah. It's like like eight out of ten kids that are boys or like you know and girls too like fucking wrestling, and it's you know. Probably like 
every kid in the fucking United States and Canada all fucking loves wrestling. Yeah. Everybody knows who John Cena is. Like, he, he's become the rock of this day. John Cena is, I think, bigger than the rock, almost. Like, he's gotten to that point. He, I, I don't think he's there yet. I think, for one, he actually needs to yeah. be a kind of guy who's actually selling out movies. Because he's making ass movies. Yeah, like, if if he had Did his he? Fast and the Furious franchise, I think that would, yeah. like, elevate him to that point. I think Get him in The Purge. <laughs> He'll be the fucking star of The Purge. Oh my god. Ugh, fuck. Uh, so... Who is your favorite wrestler? Um... Uh, I like AJ Styles. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting. Like, usually, like there's the person that I like that I think of. I don't remember who. It's been a long time since I watched wrestling. The last like actual thing I've watched was WrestleMania in April, and then before that, it was the WrestleMania beforehand. Or this? Oh no! It was, like I think we went. We went to a thing. Yeah, I like Paula Cruz too. Mm, yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I like I like Sheamus too, because he's fucking goofy. Hey, do you want to take a guess on how how many days AJ Styles has been a WWE champion? Like six hundred or something. Uh, a little bit of an overshot. 383 days. Holy fuck. Like, most of his time in WWE has been as WWE champion. Rightfully so. Though, like, honestly. fucking carrying the brand. Like, he's passed The Rock. In total number days. Like, in two reigns. Gabriel Rock's eight reigns as champion. The like, Rock has... Uh, 367 days to AJ's 383, and he could very well pass Shawn Michaels soon. Like, right after he showed up, he's like, I'm going for the WWE Championship, and then he got it, and then he was like, I, my city now, <laughs> yeah. I run the show. And then he lost it, and then he got it again. And then, I think, did he lose, did he lose it multiple times? Uh, no, he, like, he's had two reigns so far, and he's the current champion. So he right. lost it. He lost it to John Cena at Royal Rumble oh, yeah. last year, uh, and then got it back uh, when he beat Ginger on on yeah. SmackDown. Yeah, how was the the India role at Royal Rumble? The the India Royal Rumble wasn't that the, wasn't the Royal Rumble in India? Oh oh no, that was a uh, Saudi Arabian uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. Right. Uh, that, that thing was a thing. <laughs> Did you watch it? No, I didn't. <laughs> but, like, I caught the highlights, and there was... Just, it, it was alright from what I heard. Braun Strowman won the greatest Royal Rumble and got the greatest Royal Rumble championship. That oh. he also doesn't bring around with him. And then... Like, he'll hold that yeah, thing you know was forever. Fucked? When he just picked out that random kid at WrestleMania... <laughs> That was Nicholas. a random kid. Like, that wasn't... Like, that kid did not want to be up there, I don't think. Well, he was a plant. 
Yeah, was he? But, yeah, he was uh, one of the referee's sons. Oh, that was it was so which ruins the magic a little bit, but you know, it's <laughs> still fucking great. Man, it took him a while to find him though. Like he was fucking walking around, and just be like you, and then like walks by, and, like you, <laughs> and just sees his fucking kid is like. That's a fucking killer right there. <laughs> Man. That's some goofy shit, though. He's just wearing sweatpants. It's like, yeah, get in there. Fight fight, Seamus. <laughs> Actually, I think it was Cesaro specifically. It's Cesaro being a heel as fuck. He's like, go to wreck this kid. Just to the kid. It's like... Just fucking he just tosses him out of the ring. <laughs> he just flies. It's like a fucking dummy. It's the strongest like... pound for pound wrestler in the WWE <laughs> flinging this eleven year old boy <laughs> fifty yards. <laughs> or the touchdown. <laughs> Man, he could probably do it. He could probably he huck it. Probably hug a key out. How far do you think Cesaro can huck a child? Yeah, if I ever meet Cesaro, I want to ask him how far he could fling <laughs> a fucking eleven-year-old. <laughs> He'd probably answer honestly. He probably would. Cesaro's fucking great. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. Like it wasn't he? He's probably been a lot of them have been on up, up, down, down. Yeah. It's just so surreal. Seeing Seamus, like Seeing Goldberg, too. That was fun. That was a weird one. Like, what the fuck? He's got the fucking weird Oakleys. <laughs> like the fucking... Uh, what's fucking the... Dad Shades. <laughs> was it Dad Shades? No, they were like the weird, like... the uh, Oh, the really round the ones. The Riddick right? goggles? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, it's, have you seen that show that Goldberg hosts, Knife or Death? No, I haven't. It's so good. It's literally people show up with a knife they had made or they made, and then they go through a, like a competitive, like speed course, and they have to chop suit like ice blocks or like salmon or. This is a TV ropes. show. Yeah. So what? did you watch Forge and Fire? I I've I've seen clips of it. It's so so. It basically built off that, and it's just a knife show, and Goldberg hosts it. And man, he gets fucking riled up. Cause like they're they're watching and like as they're doing shit, they're like, oh Because he's got the fucking football voice. Yeah, yeah. It's like that battle bot thing, that that fucking mecha fight. They had Mike Goldberg on it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Man, you watch battle bots? <sighs> yeah. It's like fucking UFC. But with robots. It's yeah. the coolest shit. It's the future of fucking Sports and Now, if we could just get that in humans. Yeah. <laughs> if we could. Just human augmentation for fighting specifically. Yeah. And, but. They also blow up. But the thing is that robots, like, they blow up. Oh, you can have humans blow up. <laughs> <laughs> just make them convict. <laughs> just make them convict. This is, the future of uh, professional sports is blood sport. I, I mean, uh. I think the last time that someone blew up on live television was 99. Probably, yeah. When the Women Challenger. Oof. Big <laughs> blow up. Like the sneak a little Challenger joke in there. <laughs> Let's get that one in. 
fine. It's uh, fine. Uh, yeah, no, I remember the, the, a lot of Mets shit happens on, in BattleBots. Uh, like, so there is Tombstone versus this one. It was like a a dome. Yeah. Or it was like this, and it just, like, the whole casing around it spun. Right? And it got really fast. But then Tombstone has, so it has a bar that's, like, this fucking big and, like, that thick of just, like, hardened steel. And it swings at, like, 260 <laughs> miles per hour. Think about that. It's, it literally, when it hit it, the whole dome flew off and yanked all the cords out. But the thing was, is that it was, like, no protection whatsoever under the dome. So the dome just flew off, and it was, like, there. And it was just like some shitty aluminum casing with wires. And the guy was like, oh, no, no, we're done. We're done. We're done, because he doesn't want his fucking robot to get destroyed. <laughs> and the guy was like, come on. And he's, like, inching closer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't do it. It was fucked. I wanted to see him destroy that shit. Man, I hate it when they hold back in BattleBots. I hate it when they hold back in UFC too. Just kill him. That that was pretty much CM Punk's second <laughs> fight. Of like the other dude just like kept fucking around. They were like, uh, he was showboating almost the entire time. Like you did try to fucking banish Punk. He went fucking five rounds. And now Punk's out of the UFC because they're like, yeah, because no. he's garbage. Yeah. Like he held his own in that fight, but they like, just yeah, kick the shit out of CM Punk, and then Dana White just tosses a hammer in and he's like, finish the job. <laughs> the big Django and Chain fuck. Finish him. I remember uh, fucking going off of Battle Bods in that uh, fucking uh, the Mythbusters, uh, I think specifically Adam Savage was like, he was on Battle Bots. He was like, a host, he, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a judge. Uh, he was also, like, I remember, like, uh, or it's maybe been, uh, different, uh, robot combat show. Robot Wars? Uh, I think that might be it. It was the early one in which, like, the, like, one of them was so good that they would just ask them, like, hey, drop out of the competition, you'll be a co-champion still. <laughs> I don't remember, like, uh, I think, Bat- was BattleBots on in the 90s? It it started in, like, 2000. Yeah. Because they had a hiatus, I think. Or did they? Or they had been kind of going strong for fucking 18 years. Oh, yeah. It it was BattleBots. The the robot was uh, Deathblow, I think. But you just have like uh, a fucking hammer. Oh yeah. Hammers are shite. It's like it's usually like a spinner that wins, or yeah. a flipper. You know, fucking Battlebots is the fucking shit. I remember there's this one on Robot Wars. It was called Nuts. It was like two wheels, and on both ends there was a chain, and on each end of the chain was like a fucking shuriken, and it would spin around, and it would literally be like an eight foot <laughs> diameter of like this spiked chain, 
And the thing was is that the chain it would like literally it it beat Tombstone in a three way match, right? So Tombstone's fucking crazy. Right? Like those spinners yeah. are fucking nuts, but like the thing like got up all all up in its like chain and like yanked out some shit as it kept spinning. <laughs> and like it fucked up the whole robot. <laughs> but this robot is like made it looks like it's made from like arts and crafts shit. <laughs> It's fucking crazy. It, it, so it was weird. It had like a little wedge robot, but yeah. it would spin so fast and it would be like half the fucking arena that was like being swarmed by these fucking shurikens. It's some crazy shit. Fuck. It would like wrap around stuff. That's fucking deadly. It like it kept taking off. It would fuck up people's wheels. Like real bad. Like just hook and then yank them off. Jesus. Man, Brock Lesnar has been fucking universal champion for 462 days. It's fantastic. Like, Did you forget about it? Can't lo- can't get cashed in on <laughs> no. if you don't show up. <laughs> no, that's, that's why he's still champion because Vince is scared to call him. It's like, he's like... Hey, Brock. Uh, hey, Brock. Uh, oh, you hang up on me. It's <laughs> like I fired him. Man, Brock is the type of guy that, like, pick up the phone and then hear Vince's voice and just hang up. <laughs> it's like, I'm busy I'm busy farming right now. Yeah. He's down the road from us. Yeah, that's fucked. That's fucked up. We could probably go steal the universal title. <laughs> Man, Sable kick your ass. Nah, she probably will. How old is Sable now, fuck? She's in her 40s, I think. I thought she was, like, much older than Brock. Like, like, 10 years at least. Oh yeah, she's fifty. She's probably yeah, she's probably like ten years older than Brock. Yeah, he's forty. He's from Webster, South Dakota. What the fuck? Of course, he's got a kid named Duke and Turk. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking legend. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what do you think Brock Lesnar's daughter looks like? <laughs> like, like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad. Uh, yeah. Duke, let's see what Duke... <laughs> It's Turk Lesnar. That's, uh oh, That's not even a name. Well, they're like... Four. What, Luke? Yeah, because he was previously married. And then he saw Sable, like, I got, I gotta have that. What the fuck? D- Whoa. What the fuck? It's like 20-something. 
let's think of wrestling. What's your favorite match if you got one? Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. old shit a lot of the time. I like a lot of the silly shit that they did with Stone Cold. Yeah. It would just be like, hey, let's see what type of, like, how ridiculous can we make this? And he literally has, like, a fire engine that just shoots beer. <laughs> I like that, I think there was, it, it was him and, like, Rikishi. He did it for The Rock, by the way. <laughs> I love it when The Rock does an impression of, of Rikishi. Because <laughs> he's like making fun of him. Even though Rikishi did it for The Rock. <laughs> I did it for The Rock. that are on my pay-per-views with like the multi-man matches yeah. yeah I think there might have been one with like Ubaga or some shit like that I don't know yeah getting a bit more personal though what's a what's a favorite moment between you and me um I don't know. You want to uh, Saskatoon? How many times did we go to Saskatoon to the Comic Expo? Uh, that was only once. No, but, uh, yeah, I think it was only once or twice, maybe. Because I know we went up there for uh, we watch a house show. Yeah. I think, yeah, no, I'd say the, the first time we went to the Comic Expo was pretty solid. Yeah, that was pretty good. What about you? Uh, it's probably when you introduced me to Death Grips by playing fucking I Break Mirrors with My Face <laughs> in the United States. Fucking, like, we were just driving around late at night. It was actually, it was before I lived here, but it was near here. Right. And you, like, popped it in, and I'm like, oh shit, the hell is this? <laughs> That's usually how it goes with Death Grips. The fuck is, is this? What are we listening to right now? Hey, why do I like it? <laughs> what what is this garbage and why is it so good? <laughs> it's like it's like it's like doing anal for the first time. <laughs> You're like, like ah, wow. like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never been on either end of, of anal either. So like. It's not a. It's not. It's not a good analogy, but you know, <laughs> you get the idea. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to close us out, uh, let's get a little, little deep here. What are your plans for the future? Um. What are you, 
What are, what are you going to... What are your goals? I think... Uh, I think I'm going to be like... I'm going to go to school to be like some kind of biologist. I mean, just thinking like... Marine biology. Or like birds. Because I really like birds. Um, I think about like... Get like doing like environmental shit for mm. Saskatchewan, and uh, like doing research and stuff like that. That would be kind of ideal, and you know, volunteering to do like wildlife stuff. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I want to like travel, and um, I want to go to like Japan and I go to Australia, and uh, I want to go to Mongolia. It's it's like Canada in that it's like that type of wilderness, but it's just different because there's snakes and it's like hot kind of, but it's also like really cold still. So, like Canada, yeah, but in Asia, yeah, yeah, Asian Canada, and it's a little also bit British more, Columbia. It's a little bit more compact. Yeah. Right. So there's like plains and like hills and shit, but they're not nearly as spread out yeah. as Canada is. Yeah. But it's, it's like Canada light. Yeah. I I wouldn't say light. <laughs> I would say Canada hard because it's like there's fucking poisonous snakes like everywhere. <laughs> like Australia is just hot, dangerous Canada. <laughs> Hot, dangerous convict Canada. It's weird to, like, Canada is like Russia in that it's just such a large country that it, there's not really one easy way to describe it. Yeah. Other than it's just, like, fucking huge. It's a big fucking country with a lot of shit in it. There's, like, you know, mountain areas and fucking, like, tundra and marshes and plains and valleys and hills and, like, fucking islands and, like coastal area and then there's the shield and it's like fucking forest for 10,000 miles and you know there's black bears everywhere <laughs> and there's polar bears everywhere but northern more <laughs> like my co- my cousin she lives in Yellowknife and it was like she sent my mom a photo of like a photo like that her neighbor took and it was a polar bear and it was just in their town Walking Damn, the street, you know. And it's, it's in like, the area. Yeah. It's fucked, man. I mean, you look at Thompson, Manitoba. The fact that, like, if you if you have a cabbie, like they they will like when when they drop you off, like they will wait and make sure that you get into your place because not only is there your high crime, but there's also polar bears that are just kind of <laughs> around. There's fucking cougars and shit. I remember. Uh, I, I grew up on. I grew up on Vancouver Island. Right. Uh, and uh, we were always told when we're walking home, uh, if we're walking, uh, make sure to not walk home alone, uh, because cougars were out, and uh, most cougars would be deterred by large groups of people. Right. But if it's just one one small child, then that's that's dinner. Yeah. <laughs> It's 
That's pretty much it, though. I mean, like, you, if you're... Like, like what a, is a 10-year-old I mean, going to do? If you're like, a grown man and a cougar is, like, there, I mean, you're, you're kind of fucked. You're, you're kind but of fucked, but like, you can also get ah, it. You start, like, swinging at it. Like, you're, it's probably not going to fuck with you. Like, yeah. Like, you know... <laughs> if you throw hands... Yeah, if humans yeah. are scary to animals. People, people kind of forget that, honestly. That, like, humans are terrifying to animals. Like, I, I mean... Tigers don't like us because we're loud and we fuck with them. Yeah. But, like, they don't, like, I mean, I don't know. It's different with an- with different types of animals. Like, whales are cool because, like, they're really smart. But at the same time, like, we don't even know. Like, it's interesting because whales are smart enough to be capable to have, like, their own, like, as a species like, know what humans are and have their own thoughts on what humans are, right? And then, like, they can actually decide if they like them or not, right? Because they have that predetermined, like, idea about humans. But we're not really aware of that. Like, when we see a whale, like, oh, it's a big... You know, like, he's splashing around and you think it's just a balloon that's in the water. But it's like, sperm whales can communicate thousands of miles... And they do it, they, like, so crazy. They, like, literally send images to one another. Whoa. I mean, it's, like, so the way that their sonar works is that they get, like, a 360 scan of what's around them. Uh-huh. And it's that, so <clears throat> it comes back to them in the same form that they use to, to talk to their other whales, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they can basically, like, have a click or a a, a a click kind of synchronous like you know a set like I don't really know what the word is I'm trying to think of but like a set of clicks right that meet like will be like really like basically what the 3D scan of like their sonar and then they can just kind of like squeal at the dolphin and be like that's what that is and it's highly sophisticated and it's a more sophisticated type of communication than humans, but at the same time, they've been able to do that shit for 15 million years. They, they, they evolved. Yeah. Over time, much like we have. But, like, they've, they've been as smart as they are now for, like, you know, 10 million years, and we've been as we, smart as we are now for, like, 10,000 years. Yeah. If that. We're not as smart as we are now. Like, we're way smarter than we were 10,000 years ago. But, like, who fucking knows how smart we are? Like, when humans were just simply homo sapiens, like, we we were not nearly as close as we were uh, brain power-wise to uh, where we are now as homo sapiens sapiens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which I find is a dumb fucking name, because you're just repeating that shit. Like, what the fuck? Come on with something new. Do you know that dolphins, they'll uh, grab pufferfish and... Yeah, they use them to get high. It's good shit. That's some funny shit. <laughs> just means that they're smart as fuck. They also have a billion STDs. <laughs> <laughs> so don't get fucked by them. Yeah, that, that that's the reason you don't want to get fucked by a dolphin. Is the STDs. Well... Not the actual traumatic experience of... <laughs> having a dolphin enter you. 
Well, I've had worse things than Jimmy. I think that's a good time to cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining me, Joel. Yeah, I know. Thank you for having me. And the, the, I, I never actually realized just how into animals you are. Yeah, no. I fucking love animals, dog. Birds are cool as fuck. Lizards are cool as fuck. Fish are cool as fuck. What pets do you have right now? I have a bearded dragon named Doug, and I have a leopard gecko named Toby. Nice. And I technically have worms, but they're just in a drawer. Just hanging out. Well, they're they're in like fish yeah. food or something. Yeah, yeah. That's their purpose. Yeah, they're gross as fuck. <laughs> they bite too. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like I remember like grabbing one and holding it for a little bit too long, and it literally like took like it like tried to take a fucking chunk out of my finger. Because its head is like you know half a centimeter or whatever. They're big. Oh, oh, they're like that. They're like that long. Fuck. And. They they chomp on you if you if you let them, but I just use tweezers now because fuck that. Yeah, and fuck crickets too. Yeah, I I had them in my house and uh, they like kind of were everywhere in my house, and I'd be like on the can and I'd be like there's a cricket, <laughs> and I'd be like you know with my my pants around my ankles and kind of grab the cricket and then throw it in the toilet and then flush <laughs> with my shit. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, being, like, <laughs> no, but, like, just the life of a cricket. Like, just being in a pet store and then just, like, showing up at a guy's house. And then you're like, oh, shit, I'm free. And you're kind of bullying around this house. And then you see the guy and his dog is hanging out. And he sees you and he grabs you and he tosses you in between his crotch into his shit in water. And then flushes you. Fucking traumatic that, experience. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's making it out. He's so like, <laughs> it's like when like two thousand one when he's going through like the weird fucking yeah like shroom trip and it's like he's like going through the the fucking plumbing with the shit, my shit, my poo. <sighs> I kind of you know I kind of want to do stand up also. I really like the idea of doing stand-up. But at the same time, I'm like, writing jokes? Yeah, there's a... It's a bit of a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to call it here. Yeah. Uh, I just keep fucking talking. Nah, but like, <laughs> that's what I fucking love about, love about this. And what I, what I especially love about you is that you can just... You can fucking just talk about anything. And it just keeps going. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. All, all I have to do is listen. She's like, I'll learn some shit. Learn some shit about you. Alright, thank you for listening. Uh, obviously, we're going to have to do a part two at some point. But yeah. I got some other people I can get to before mm-hmm. that. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining me, Joel. Yeah, no, for sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey. Uh, you can catch us uh, either on Super Fun Network. podcast whenever uh, we all get get back together. Uh, have a good night.